Hi, welcome to the show. I am Azita, a clinical social worker, therapist, and trauma expert. And I'm Nisha, here to listen and ask questions. And this is the project of you. A place where we guide you through all areas of personal development. Of course. And while we are here and we're learning together, please keep in mind that this is just a resource to help you and guide you to find your way. If you need a professional support, you can reach us or reach out to your um, professional network. So let's dive in to a very interesting topic. I've recently learned about this. It's called Conflict Styles. Amazing topic. Which blew my mind because I, I knew there's love languages mm. and I know there's attachment styles. It just had and never... And there's communication a style. A communication style. There's so many styles. And it just never occurred to me that there'd be conflict styles too, but it makes so much sense when I think about it. Absolutely. And can I say it is so important to get to know your conflict style yeah. and being aware of the people around you that you're having conflict, what is their style? Because once you know, you can definitely have a different approach oh to my God. any conflict. Absolutely. Well, even viewing conflict through the lens of something that can be achieved in a positive way mm. and can be a good experience, it's just such a new concept, I think, for a lot of people. Yes. From, from my generation and older, we probably just weren't really exposed to good conflict in our yes. households. Right? We were actually avoiding conflicts. Conflict yeah. is something that is actually have also been advertised to avoid yeah. conflict. And what does avoid conflict is look like? It's mm. when <clears throat> people don't ask for the needs and for their mm. wants because they've been told avoid conflict yeah. and keep things quiet. Because well, conflict is a bad thing. Conflict is a bad thing. Whereas Conflict is actually keep your relationship when you, um, you know, when you check the poles of the relationship, one of yeah. the things that it shows that it's actually being nice and healthy mm. is when you have time to time, you have a healthy conflict, yeah. you've got healthy arguments. So argument is healthy. Yeah. Uh, disagreement yeah. in a healthy way. So that requires you knowing your styles of mm. conflict resolution and the person you're having conflict with, what is their style? Yeah. That's, that's very important. And making sure that those align. <clears throat> you taught me the concept of constructive conflict rather than destructive conflict. That was a brand new concept yes, for exactly. me. So yeah. this is exactly what a good therapist does yeah, yeah. for you. Exactly. When you're in a conflict with your partner, with the member of the family, or even at work, you are in that head space that everything is so stressful and scary and then mm. you most likely focusing on the problem, yeah. not the solution. Yeah. You're focusing on what if, what if this happened, what if that happened? Yeah. And it takes you away from finding a resolution. Well, you taught me this, that you can use conflict as a way to get closer, well done. a way to strengthen your relationship. It doesn't have to be, for, for me, and I think for a lot of people, and especially women, 
Mm. We've had this programming mm. that we need to diffuse. Yeah. We need to just make sure that we're not asking too much. We're not causing drama. Mm. You don't want to be one of those people. Yeah. And I never realized nagging because nagging. They, they told women don't be nagging. Don't be nagging. Yeah. Yes. And and not realizing how much more damage that was causing. The avoidance of small issues mm. was causing them mm. to become mm. really big issues down the track because yes. we didn't deal yes. with them at the when, time. Um, when people tell me, oh, we never argue. Mm. We don't have any disagreement in our marriage. We just, it's it's alarm. That's alarm bells. It's alarm bells. I used to be one of those people. Because we're human. Yeah. We've got two, we've been raised up in two different families with two different upbringings, with different values. The conflicts will arise time Naturally, to time. Yeah. If you don't have any argument, that means one of you in that relationship is keeping quiet. Yeah. One of you in that relationship doesn't meet their needs. One of us isn't being honest. One of us hasn't been honest. And that's bad. You yes. don't want to invite that dishonesty into a relationship. Yes. What was fascinating as well is I know a lot of people... They don't share something with their partner or their friend or whoever it is mm. because they want to avoid the the conflict and the drama. Mm. But then when it comes out eventually, the other person is like, "Why didn't you just? Tell me? Yeah. Why didn't exactly. you just communicate? Exactly. Now now they feel betrayed. They're like, "Well, why did you lie when I asked you about mm-hmm. it? So it creates so this such is a this is problem. the accommodating style. Yeah. And if you want to look at the five different style of conflict, yes. Okay, I've got that here. So okay. there's accommodation yes which just what you just explained yeah yeah, yeah. which is uh you know you, you don't know say what anything. you're right yeah you're right it's 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 my issue let's just we do it, it your I, way I, let's do it your way yes then there's avoidance yeah which is just like nope i don't have a problem mm-hmm. you have the problem and i don't want to talk about it yeah if you if you keep bringing it up i'm, I'm out of here like they will yeah. just they will straight up leave the room mm. like they they avoid it with mm. you they avoid it internally or they can even gently change the subject yeah if they're very good at very it very good yeah, at it very subtle or unconsciously yeah they can change the subject they don't want to talk about it or they say you know what this is this is me yeah this it is me and you That's deal with it, it. That's yeah. how it is. You deal yeah. with it. Then there's compromise. I feel like compromise is the only conflict style anyone mm. was ever taught. This is what we were taught growing up. This is what they teach you. This is how you resolve stuff. You compromise. Mm. And I remember I asked you what, when I said compromise and you said, well, in therapy, compromise is referred to as a lose-lose. Yes. Because you both have to sacrifice, sacrifice something to make something. it fair. Yeah. Which is And, and not you great. know what? The, the truth is there are sometimes that the conflicts only resolve through with, compromise through compromise yeah and in relationship it's important that you be actually open yeah minded to okay i love you and you love me if we both have to compromise on something it's okay but when yeah. it's like all the time yeah it's one person that doing the compromise yeah it's not good because we only can do there's a limit for compromise yeah. There's a very much like a very limited yeah. power that we have to yeah. compromise. And when that reached the limit, then you're depleted. Then you're depleted. Well, the, the 
flip side of compromise, the positive version of compromise, which we're not taught, is collaboration. Yes. So a compromise is let's both make sacrifices. That way it's fair. Hmm. Collaboration is let's both put our heads together. Let's both give each other something. Let's both gain. Instead of we both lose, what is there's got to be a way that we can both Hmm. get exactly what we Hmm. need in this moment. Let's give that to each other. This is solution focus. That's exactly You focus on the solution. You're working as a team. It's you against that problem. problem. Yeah. Instead of me versus you. Exactly. That That's is the competition. competition. Yes. yes. Competition yes. is the fifth and yeah. most toxic. Yes. People want to say the last word. Yeah. They want to be the winner of yeah. the game. And it's, it's so toxic. Oh, they go, and well, I've got, I've got problems too. You don't think I have problems? Yeah. I've got stuff going on. That's worse than your thing. Mm. And I, well, I don't talk about it. So I'm dealing with it. So you need it. So it's like, we're reversing each other. Yes. Who's who's got the biggest issue? Yes. Who can out yell? Who can who, you need to be heard yeah. over the other person? Yeah. And unfortunately, one person will win at the end, and the problem and the conflict hasn't gone anywhere. But the problem is still there. The problem with the competition approach to conflict is people need to understand that when you're a team, you're playing on the same side. Yeah. So you can't verse each other. Mm. There's no way one person wins and the other loses. Mm. You lose together, you win together. So if you go into it competitively, yeah. you both lose. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely. You both lose out. And with competitive style is the, the people that are involved, they actually feel exhausted. Yeah. Because they can be talking over and over and yeah. over and it's over like about the same thing. Yeah. They get exhausted. And then they go, you know what? I'm just tired and exhausted. Let it go. Yeah. So the problem is not solved. The conflict hasn't gone anywhere. If it's gone quiet, it's because both parties have been exhausted. exhausted. Absolutely. Yeah. And one party needs to eventually go into accommodation. Yes. By force, which yes. is hard. So, okay. I came out of a very long relationship a few years ago. It was five years together. Mm-hmm. And I used to brag about the fact that we never argued. Yeah. So I was one of those people. I used to tell people, we, we literally, hmm. no arguments, no conflict. We've had maybe like two times in half a decade in which we raised our voice. And if you know what you know now, you would have picked it up in my body language and yeah. my face expression. Yeah, you were horrified. <laughs> yes, you're like, wow. If, and if I hear someone say that now, hmm. I'm horrified for them. And yes. I'm sure when I was saying that at the time, people were thinking like this Poor girl mm. has no idea what's coming because there's a storm coming. Yeah. It accumulates. It doesn't go yes, away. It doesn't go away. Exactly. I was the one being accommodating mm. and my partner at the time was avoidant. Mm. So that meant that nothing was ever spoken about because yeah. I'm accommodating to their avoidance style. Yeah. So, <laughs> my God. We, and, and while you're doing that, you keep pushing down myself down. Yourself yeah. and your needs. Yeah. I was deeply unhappy for mm. the last few years. Mm. My needs weren't being met. I wasn't I w- I'd stopped communicating my needs altogether mm. because mm. there was simply no point. Yeah. And in that dynamic, mm. there was no space where I was able to or allowed to share what was happening with mm. me. Yeah. communication was shut down whenever I tried. And if you're listening to this and you can relate to this, you're in a situation like that right now, I want you to know 
that, that is not okay. That is not a healthy environment for you to exist in. You're yeah. not being low maintenance. You're not being the mature one by avoiding the conflict. This is not a healthy yeah. environment. This is where I'm going to be using the frog in the boiling water analogy, analogy yes. again. Yeah. It's happened so subtly yeah. that you don't even know yeah. what's going on. You just keep adjusting you to it. You just keep adjusting to it yeah. until yeah. it's... Until you're dead. Until you're boiled alive. Exactly. Yeah. So... Be, yeah. be wary aware of that and yeah because um, this is what you said you said 10 years from now mm. if you're in that you're, you keep accommodating and accommodating you keep adjusting to the temperature of the water yeah 10 yeah. years from now yeah exactly and you know where you're 10 years gone yeah. that means your identity is also gone yeah you have lost yourself yeah and if your partner absolutely refuse to, to budge or change or meet you in the middle and if they refuse to take accountability yeah. each time that a conflict arises unfortunately this keep is shrinking down absolutely yeah. that's a brutal reality of yeah. it and they can handle conflict they they can't navigate it without causing massive damage to the relationship and it's it's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And unfortunately, um, as I said, people don't realize yeah. that they are experiencing it. it. Yeah. The, the, what they do in their mind is, I'm just keeping the peace. The peace. Yeah. I'm just keeping the peace. Yeah. But the damage is just yeah unbelievable and yeah. Un- unbearable. Well, is it okay? So if that is your partner, or that's you, like if you if you've got an avoided. Hmm conflict style if your partner has a conflict style is there any way to change that or are you kind of stuck with it of course you can change it okay of course you can change I'm sure it. that's a relief for yes, a lot of people ab- listening absolutely you can like anything else yeah you can transform your conflict style yeah. you can transform and learn different communication style yeah. you when you want to explore your love language what do you do mm. you go and learn about, about the it, love language yeah. And this is the opportunity, this podcast is the invitation that you start observing and learning about the conflict. So what's the fastest, how do you, what's the best way to change your, transform your conflict style? Okay. So transforming is always a start from within. Yeah. Before you can express what you need, you need to figure it out first. For yourself. What is that thing that you need? Yeah. So there's a lot of work needs to be done internally. Yeah. A lot of the time people are in a hurt or triggered place and you ask them how they are feeling or what they need is, they yeah. usually will answer, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. So if you don't know it yourself, yeah. how would you be able to communicate it with other people and please do not expect your partner or the person you have in conflict with, they have the superpower of reading your mind. Oh, God. Nobody can yeah. do that. It's you that you need to communicate it. Yeah. So be aware of yourself, your needs, your feelings. And I um, keep bragging about our journals in, in our website. Yeah. You know, the bad stuff journal and a good stuff journal. Yeah get into the habit of journaling. Yeah. And I would say 
it's amazing that we get on to, you know, we discipline ourselves to be grateful and think and talk and write about all the good things is happening to us. That's wonderful. But believe me, writing the bad experiences and bad incident and accidents, the one that made you feel hurt, it's as important, if not more, because that allow you to detach yourself from the problem, from the conflict, and look through it through your eyes. It's not happening in your head. Yeah. You're looking into it. That creates a bit of a detachment. Mm. And this is where you can see where these things all going. I think, yeah, journaling, which is something you got me into, has given me a new level of self-awareness. Yes. Because I, I recount yes. something that happened almost from like a bird's eye. Yes, view, that's it. Which is so interesting because now that I've gotten into the habit of that and the practice of that, mm. I'm able to do it, not always, mm. I'm not Gandhi, but sometimes yeah. I'm able to have the self-awareness to do it in the middle of a conflict, in the middle of being triggered. I'm mm. able to pause mm. and be like, why am I Why am I feeling so upset by this? Mm. Then I can think okay well i've got my gratitude journal yeah. and when i write down everything i'm grateful for it's a pretty good reflection of things that i love and value and yes. things that i which need. is very important so important because yes. then i know what my needs are yeah if i went to the park today and i had the best i'm writing in my gratitude journal oh my god i feel incredible then i really really value time alone time in nature free time exercise yes. whatever it is when i'm aware of those values that i have I'm more aware of my needs. Yes. So then when I'm in conflict with someone, it's mm -hmm. because they've done something yeah. or said something that's conflicted with my values. So I can express that so clearly. Mm -hmm. The miscommunication instances drop down mm. a lot. And yeah. miscommunication is one of the biggest causes of conflict mm -hmm. on a global scale. Yeah. That's why when you grab your bad stuff journal yeah. and you write something that happened and made you so upset, upset. Yeah. you need to look into why is this upsetting me Yeah, and find out why is it upsetting you. And then in next paragraph, you write everything that you learn about this accident or incident that happened to you you take all the goodness of it yeah and then in the third paragraph you write how you can what strategy you're yeah. gonna take um in to not for that thing to happen again how are you gonna deal with it for yeah. not feeling miserable again or meeting the miserable people again or yeah. you know that that movie um grand hawk day yeah you know, if you keep doing what you're doing have the same result you will have the same result yeah only when you can sit down and go okay how can i change yeah myself or the situation that's where you getting the result but, yeah another another way that you can actually avoid even entering into unhealthy communication um, um conflict, conflict. The style yeah is that when you're aware of when your emotion is up your intelligence is down. Yeah. Be aware of it. You want to be calm. You want your nervous system to be calm yeah. when there is a problem, when there's a situation. Because 
when you are in your right brain, yeah. which is related to your, all your emotion and all your, you know, you experiencing all your emotion and yeah. arousal in there, the left side of your brain, which is responsible for reasoning, yeah. responsible for problem solving, it's overwhelmed. Like it's, it's overtaken yeah. by your emotion and yeah. it will be kind of disabled for that period of time when you are arousal emotionally. So calm down, yeah. take your time, write down in your journal, yeah. come up with the strategy so you know what you want yeah. and then take it on the yeah. round table to discuss. Yeah. And this is the thing like with the, you know, when your right side of your brain is overactive and your left side is underactive how what's a good way to activate your left side and you taught me this in those moments where you're really in your emotions mm. and you're really really triggered how do you create how do you activate that dormant side of your brain instead of saying why am i feeling this way mm. you said to ask myself why are you feeling this way yeah. so you go into your left side it's almost like the two mm. sides of your brain are talking to each other yeah. so you go into the role of the who's go to the part of you that's not emotional right now that's very logic based and speak to yourself as a separate person why are you feeling Hmm. so emotional right now and then your brain gives you an answer well because blah 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 you immediately are creating distance between your logic and emotion Hmm. they speak to each other you can listen yes and you can find that middle ground and if you're able to do that successfully Hmm. and communicate that absolutely we should have another podcast on the communication yeah. between the left, left side, side of the, the brain right and side. right side of mm. the brain because this is where if there is a miscommunication there yeah. if there is a disconnection there yeah. there is um yeah trouble happens yeah, all the time exactly, exactly. so this is a very good subject and actually. by the way if you're listening to this and this seems very overwhelming you're not alone this is very difficult to do on your own which is why and I'm going to plug your skills here because mm-hmm. this is for real. A good therapist can absolutely make or break this experience for you. You don't have to take on this task by yourself. It is a huge task. Mm. Sometimes it takes a lifetime yeah. to be able to master this. Get a therapist that's good, that knows what they're doing mm. because they can give you just tools. Yes. And, and please take that serious because even if you're surrounded with love even if you're surrounded with amazing people in your life they don't have the the techniques they don't have the tools they don't have the knowledge to deal with things in the the, the root cause of the things absolutely so it's important to get a therapist and help yourself back to conflict another way that you can avoid getting into unhealthy conflict because the whole reason we get into conflict is because we want to resolve something yeah and we want to synchronize with the other person that's the reason we get into conflict yeah so you want to get to that synchronicity and harmony in your life so communicate with them tell them what is upsetting you but you don't need to turn up and being quiet like aggressive and macho yeah show them your vulnerability show them like you know what what you did and what you said it was really upsetting yeah or what you did and what you said it made me worry now let me speak for a lot of people that are listening to this right now yeah 
What do you do when, even when you do that, even if you go in very vulnerable, very gentle, very calm, and you say, hey, that thing that you did really hurt me. What do you do when the person you're speaking to is extremely defensive? What do you do when they become reactive? Because you've experienced that, I've experienced that, a lot of people listening have experienced that. What do you do to an yeah. extremely defensive, reactive partner where they feel like you're attacking them hmm. simply by stating hmm. your needs? Hmm. Look, this is really is another podcast. Difficult, I know. But resolving a conflict needs um, two people yeah. to be feeling they are on the same team. Yeah. And if you don't have that feeling with your partner that you're not in the same team and um, your partner is not willing to be part of the resolution, then they are part of the problem. Oof. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So this is when you, obviously, we we have a a workbook, actually, around communication. We have workshop around communication. Obviously, you have to read this the this situation you're not going to go and talk to a partner when they just arrive after like a nine hours work yes. and tell them you have issue yeah. so read the room take your time but again if they can if your partner doesn't want to be a part of the resolution there's only part so of much you problem. can do yeah absolutely yeah so it's important to have that camaraderie 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 yeah. with yeah. each other to to attack the situation Amazing. So, conflict can be a great um, tool to bring you closer to each other. It can be a great start to solve the issues and problems. But also, it can be a tool to break up people um, from getting close to each other. Learn more about it. If you have any yeah. questions, send us the question. Absolutely. And we send us any happy. recommendations for the next episode. We'd love Absolutely. to hear them. We would love to hear it. Yeah. So should we finish with a... Um, oh, an affirmation. Affirmation again. Yes. Do you want to lead? Okay. I am capable of change and transformation. I am capable of change and transformation. I am learning myself. And unlearning the patterns that no longer serve me. I am learning myself and unlearning the patterns that no longer serve me. I am able to become my highest self through daily practice. I am able to become my highest self through daily practice. Beautiful. Love that. Well, see you next time.